0: Hey, everyone. Coming up next on the RIP Griffin Show podcast, we are going to continue our spring training preview by breaking down everything that's happening in the American League East. So be sure to check out the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere where you can listen to the podcast. You can catch me on Twitter at RIP Griffin too, or also on Facebook at The RIP Griffin Show. Thanks for stopping by the Rip Griffin Show podcast. My name is Rip Griffin. On today's episode, we're going to be continuing continuing our spring training 2020 preview. Uh, this episode is going to be on the American League East. Um, <clears throat> I was kind of going back to the calendar, and uh, I realized that we have 21 days until opening day. So baseball season is fast approaching. Teams are starting to break down. Uh, scale down their, their rosters uh, to get to that 26-man roster. So we're going to be seeing some cuts, some guys going down uh, to minor leagues. Uh, might even have a couple that might even be called up uh, during spring training. So uh, a lot's fixing to start taking place here pretty soon as teams kind of start to put the final pieces to get ready for the upcoming upcoming 2020 season. Um, so it's going to be exciting to kind of see what all happens here in the next couple weeks. So <clears throat> uh, hope everybody's doing well um, wherever you're listening. So I appreciate everybody stopping by. Take a listen for just a little bit. But uh, we want to go ahead and just dive into the American League East. So um, this is one uh, division that will probably have one or two teams that will probably be uh, leading the, the division throughout most of the season a couple of teams are kind of rebuilding uh and a couple and one is probably still got a ways to go <clears throat> uh so you know the first foremost, you got to start off with the new york yankees um they had a pretty pretty good off season. uh I, I think they made a pretty good uh signing to boost their starting rotation um and you know, of course, we all know that's uh, Garrett Cole who came in and he uh, signed that nine-year, three hundred and twenty-four million dollar contract. I was going back through a little bit of the uh, the spring training. What happened today? And uh, he he kind of he, he kind of lost a little a little step there. You know, gave up four home runs. Um, that final score of that game with the, the Detroit Tigers was fifteen to eleven, uh, Detroit. So, um, but you know, it's it's spring training. Um, so uh, it's not really anything Yankee fans need to be concerned about right now. He's um, the number one starter in in baseball right now. So you know look for him to be sharp come opening day. You know, when the Yankees added Cole, uh, this was probably one of the the premier rotations that going into the American League. Uh, was going to be the one to beat. Uh, and then all of a sudden, we've got injuries. And um, just the other day, Luis Severino is going to be out with Tommy John surgery. So he's going to be out this season and pretty much most of next season as he recovers. So that's a pretty pivotal blow to this rotation that was supposed to uh, guide this Yankee team, uh, hopefully to the World Series. Um you know they also have you know James Paxton is out he had back surgery so he's looking to be out probably for the till probably maybe May so that's kind of uh, another blow to this rotation yes you've got uh, T- uh Tanaka um J-Hap ja hap um you know when the Yankees brought him over they expected him to kind of do great things he's kind of hasn't really lived up to that um that goal, um, so you've and you got Jordan Montgomery as well, who will definitely come in and that as that fifth starter. But the key is now what's going to happen? I, I, how do you replace uh, Severino, uh, and what do you do about Paxton, who's going to be out? What do you do with that spot there? Um, so, <clears throat> from what I'm hearing right now is. Uh, the Yankees are in talks with the the Mets of all teams and maybe possibly getting Steven Matz in a trade. I don't see that trade coming through anytime soon. That may be something that we may see later on in the season or even at the trade deadline. But right now the Yankee rotation is going to kind of limp through opening day the first couple weeks and then we'll see what happens come maybe mid-May or even June. So rotation is going to be it's going to be uh, an issue right now um especially with the team that came came in and won 103 games last year of course they lost in the ALCS but with this rotation kind of going uh, taking that that hit i expect them to kind of kind of round out round around 99 wins this season of course i mean it, uh, it it's early it's early in the season you know the rotation could kick in or the offense could kick in so um but 99 games is 99 wins is where i see this this yankee team going of course it's going to they'll, they'll probably take the division without a doubt <clears throat> and then of course you've got both Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton who are right now out of the opening day lineup due to injuries as well um, Aaron Judge is kind of nursing that shoulder and and John um, Carlos Stanton's kind of working on a calf injury so both of those guys are, are kind of um, going to get try to get healthy, so they can kind of get in that uh, that lineup probably a couple weeks after opening day starts. You know, Aaron Hicks is out as well, so injuries is re- going to play a really key factor in how the first few weeks of the season start. Um, <clears throat> but uh, like I said, they should still win the East, no problem. Um, bullpen is going to be. One of those things that's probably going to be relied on pretty heavily at the start. So you've got guys like Adam Adovino and Zach Britton, Chad Green. Those guys are going to be called upon to kind of come in and help this rotation out until they can get healthy again or figure out what they're going to do as far as uh, starters. So, um, I mean, of course, you've got guys in in the rotation, uh, you know, like uh, Luke Voight and D.J. LeMahieu, Um, And Brett Gardner, those guys will kind of still um, carry this this offense. You know, in the meantime, uh, you've got your your, your key guys, you know, Gio Urshela and Gleber Torres. Uh, Those two guys I plan on having breakout years this year. Um, It's even possible that both of them, maybe even one, maybe even both, will, you know, break the 40 home run club. So those guys have a lot going for them. I think they're young, um, but you know this Yankee team is pretty resilient. So I expect them to, to 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 keep going, and they'll be a playoff contender, and possibly even a World Series contender as well. So with that, then you've got going into the 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 Tampa Bay Rays, a team that is a low market, but yet plays like they're in a big market. Um, <clears throat> you know, last year, the, their estimated, uh, payroll was 70 million. You, you compare it to a team, like the Yankees, whose payroll is almost 300 million. I don't know. That's exactly what, what it is, what it was last year. But I mean, you've got two different types of ball clubs, but yet the, the Tampa Bay Rays are, can, they can, they, they can compete. <clears throat> You know they did win 96 games last year, but you know they did lose in the division. But you know that's that's one of those things. Hey, uh, they're they're not they're 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 still going to come out every day, and they're going to play to win. And that's pretty much what they did in the postseason last year. They were almost we almost out, and then you know, they came back and took the Astros to to five games in that division series. So this is a team that you don't want to sleep on. You know, the <clears throat> their rotation their rotation is pretty is is pretty stellar. Um, especially when you have Charlie Morton um as that number one, your number one ace. Uh and then you've got, you know, Tyler Glass now who pitched phenomenal the other day uh, in his spring in his spring training outing. Um you know, he's got that lively fastball. And so And then you've got Blake Snell, who kind of coming off the entry bug, but, you know, when healthy, he can get back into that Cy Young form uh, that he won a couple years ago. Uh, I think you get him in the mix. You've got Morton, Glasnow, um, Ryan Yarbrough. I mean, it's a good rotation, one through four. You know, that fifth starter spot may be an issue, but – you, we won't know until actually the season gets going. <clears throat> you know, especially in, in, in the off season, it was fairly quiet. Um, they did make a couple of trades, got a couple of players back. Uh, they did t- trade Tommy Pham, which there was a lot of um, a lot of hoopla over, um, especially with Rays fans because he was so so liked there in Tampa. But uh, they did trade with San Diego for Hunter Renfro. Um, Hunter Renfro was having a pretty Pretty good spring so far. And then you've got guys like Kevin Kiermaier and Austin Meadows who are kind of the, the veterans in that lineup. So, <clears throat> you know, also, too, they did they did get Austin Pruitt in a trade. Um, I'm sorry, they did trade Austin Pruitt to Houston and got a couple minor leaders in return. So this lineup is pretty much in, in intact. Uh, rotation's intact. So you got a lot of people coming off that from that division series team that are looking to to take the next step, and so uh, they're definitely going to give the Yankees a run for the money this this season. Uh, if the Yankees can remain healthy, then the Yankees will will will, will be the best in the, in the American League East. But if they can't be healthy, look for the Tampa Tampa Bay Rays to come in and and take the division. Uh, It'll be close. It'll it'll be a close race between these two teams, Um, given everything that's going on with the rest of the division. But, um, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays are going to be a force to be reckoned with, even with such a small market uh, payroll. All right, guys, I'm going to take a quick break real quick. When I come back, I'll continue on uh, and we'll talk about the Boston Red Sox. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, In in this next segment, I'm going to go ahead and break down the the Boston Red Sox and Blue Jays and, and Orioles so um, starting with the with, with the Red Sox I know Boston Red Sox fans are kind of wanting to know what's going to happen with their part of the investigation into the science stealing you know we had the Astros that, that came out um, and Major League Baseball made the ruling on their um, on their science stealing scandal and then Boston and then Major League Baseball immediately went into investigating the Boston Red Sox because there's a lot of speculation that they were using science as well uh science stealing as well, and of course they were caught uh, in that two thousand seventeen season using Apple watches to steal science have science relayed so they've already been uh, punished once they got a they got a fine, so this is now the second time that they're being investigated due to design stealing. So Red Sox fans are kind of wantin wanting to know what's going to happen with this investigation because it was supposed to be over prior to spring training starting. And here we are two 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 and a half weeks into spring training and we still don't know what's going to happen to them. So this is one of those things. They don't they they have an intern manager. They don't have a, an actual manager. So, um, I believe that's what they're going to kind of run with right now uh, during the season is just have an interim manager, Ron Reineke. He He's a great manager, so he, he can definitely get those guys through this investigation and guide them and keep them going. So that's what we're waiting to find out right now. We just don't know what's going to happen. Um, and then, of course, everything that else that's happened in the off season, they've kind of trimmed their lineup a little bit to cut payroll, which um from a business standpoint you can kind of understand because when you have a set limit or a threshold to where um you can only have so much payroll i think this year it's 208 million and when your team gets over that threshold you've got to pay a tax on top of that and then if you still don't get under that threshold you've got to pay another tax on top of the tax so i can get when they're trying to what they're trying to do is in the way of cut down their payroll so of course, you know, they did make that multi-team multi-team trade with the the Dodgers, the Twins, and the Red Sox. So they of course the uh <coughs> they sent Mookie Betts and David Price to Los Angeles and in return got the Alex for which I think the Dodgers came away with a steal in that uh in that trade because they only need, they can only pay Mookie Betts. They're only going to pay him a part of his contract and Boston's going to take up, take over the rest. So they got Mookie Betts for a steal for one year, which for them is kind of a, which I'll, when I go and preview the, the National League West, that's, um, I'll talk more about the Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts trade and David Price trade and kind of where I see them going. But right now, um, you know Boston is in a rebuilding year. Uh, they've kind of struggled this this spring, especially in the injury front. Now um, they're you know their number one Chris Sale, who uh, <clears throat> got him that uh, the World Series and back in 2018 was the World Series MVP, but uh, he's kind of been injury riddled uh, most of last year and even going into spring training this year. So we don't know how his elbow is going to hold up. Uh, he got an opinion. Uh, one suggested, no, you don't need Tommy John surgery. Chris Sale thinks he needs Charlie um, Tommy John surgery. So now he's going to get another opinion to find out what what's going to happen with his with his elbow. So he's either going to have Tommy John or he's not. So that's where that goes. And then of course they. You've got uh, Nathan Evaldi and Martin Perez who, uh, Perez, who they brought in in the offseason. He's kind of one of those that's trying to kind of revamp his career. Uh, Evaldi's coming off injuries, but I think he, he'll he be kind of good in that third role. Uh, and even also today, the Red Sox did sign Colin McHugh, which uh, which right now he's kind of on the injured list. But um, once he gets healthy, he can kind of shore up that into that rotation. So the the Red Sox are going to kind of limp into uh, the spring and going into into the season. So uh, like I said, the Red Sox are kind of in that rebuilding year. Uh, I think that trade with the Dodgers when they lost David Price and Mookie Betts really just solidified the deal. So even though the Red Sox won 84 games last season, I expect them to come out at 81-81 right at 500. Uh, d- depending on how things go injury wise, they, they could win a couple more games, or or you know they'll be under 500. But uh, I, I don't see them slipping as far as down in the division. I think uh, when you look at the Toronto Blue Jays and Baltimore Orioles, I think the Red Sox are kind of will kind of still be above those teams. So I think the the Red Sox will kind of. Like I said, just kinda of just chalk this season up and hope, you know, they can uh, get some players in through the draft. Um, maybe even through trade. Um, I, I don't know if, if ownership is wanting to dismantle this team anymore. But uh, I mean you still have guys like Rafael Devers and Andrew Benatini and J D. Martinez that'll definitely keep this lineup, up, especially offensively. Um Will keep them in a lot of games this season, you know. Especially with Rafael Devers, he he's a big dude that can hit the ball a long way. Uh, you know, same with J.D. Martinez, he kind of tweaked his swing when he came over to Boston, and so he's he's kind of fit right there into that D.H. role, that uh, kind of in the heart of that lineup. So those guys will definitely help bring in runs. It's just a matter of the pitching rotation. If the pitching can get in, can keep them in games, um, you know, Boston's going to kind of, kind of hold their own. They kind of are one of those teams that's going to, um, basically they're going to put, put players out in the field and see where it goes. So Red Sox fans, uh, you know, just kind of bear with them and see what happens. Uh, hopefully we'll, we'll know what's going to happen with this investigation soon. Um, I think we're supposed to hear something either this week or maybe even next week. Uh, I hope it's soon. That way we can kind of get all this stuff behind us and kind of get ready for opening day. <clears throat> so going through the first three, we know we know the Yankees, Yankees the race are going to be the teams to beat in the uh, in the East. Uh, you, but you've got the Toronto Blue Jays, who are kind of one of those teams that are kind of up and coming, and I, I think. They've got a, they did make a, that actually they're one of those other teams in the trade with the Dodgers and, and Red Sox. Um, so they were able to get um, he and Jin Ryu from, from the Dodgers. So he, he basically, he, he jumps into that, that rotation as the number one starter uh, and a rotation that's you know pretty good, that especially when you throw in Tanner Roark and, and guys like you know Chase Anderson and Matt Shoemaker, but you know these guys are, are uh, and you've got uh, you know Ken Giles in our closing, who's been who's since coming over from the Astros in that trade is has kind of solidified himself as probably one of the premier closers in the game right now. So, the pitching wise, the the Blue Jays uh, are going to be much much improved uh, compared to last season. You know, last season they only won sixty seven games. Uh, this season, I expect them to win eighty. I I just think that this, this team has gotten so much better. Uh, you know, primarily because you've got your um, I'm gonna call them the the trifecta. You got Vladimir Guerrero, Bo Bichette, and Kevin Biggio. You know that's your your pretty, your infield. That's one of the best young infields in the game. So those three guys coming in are gonna definitely bring a good spark to that team that is much needed. This team needs needs a spark, and those guys are gonna do it. Uh, hopefully, when you're, we're gonna see you know. Guerrero Jr. smash balls, Bo Pichette, and, you know, and even Joe. Those guys are going to be, they're uh, going to have breakout years this year. Um, I don't expect all all of them to make the All Star game. I would think uh, probably uh, Vladimir Guerrero will probably be uh, an All Star this year. Maybe maybe BGO. It depends on how well Al- Altuve plays um, this year. But uh, the, the the Blue Jays are, are a team that are going to uh, definitely make make headway this year. So Blue Jays fans, you definitely have something looked out for with those those three guys coming in. <clears throat> so to, to kind of run right out the East are the Baltimore Orioles. You know they've kind of they're having a decent spring so far. They're seven and five. Um, you know, pretty much uh, this team will improve, but I think that is solely based on how Chris Davis does. A lot of this team revolves around Chris Davis. Even the pitching, uh, he how he performs kind of determines how everybody else is going to perform. Um, last season he got off to a horrible horrible start. Uh, that was pretty much all we heard about was Chris Davis. He's 0, 0 for 20. Chris Davis is 0 for 35. Chris Davis is 0 for 50-something. And then finally he gets a hit and Major League Baseball lost it. So, how he performs definitely determines on, on where everything go, else goes with the, with the Baltimore Orioles. Um, you've also got a guy in Trey Mancini who is definitely an up and coming star who will have an impact as well. Um Mancini hit 291 last season with 35 homers. Uh so he's going to be another one of those players that's going to have another breakout season. Um so it's just a matter of, you know, how these guys do, you know. Uh, it, pitching uh it, it, maybe if the, if they're in contention, uh, they may make out make for a, a good trade, but I mean their 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 pitching rotation with uh, especially with, with John Means, kind of um, leading that role, will kind of just kind of kind of push through right now. Um, you know, John Means is he's kind of a a mid four ERA kind of guy, kind of pitcher so look for him to kind of hopefully keep things going so uh actually i just pulled up his stats he's actually had a 3.60 era he was 12 and 11 and had 121 strikeouts so with that uh you know he he's one that will kind of help um this this young rotation these guys are young he's only got 2 years of experience so um uh, a young rotation but the Baltimore Orioles will definitely improve you know they only they won 54 games last season I think they'll win 62 so I expect them to improve but uh, only time will tell we'll see what this season these are just predictions right now anything can happen will come opening day so all right guys that's all I got today for the American League East um feel free to you know, if you want to talk about your your team, feel free to, to, to message me, drop me a line, send me a comment, you know, um, tell me what your thoughts on, on your team and, uh, you know, we'll talk about it here on the show. So um, I appreciate everything. All right, guys. So that's it for the American, American League East. Um, like I said, we've got 21 days until spring training. So baseball is going to be here soon. So. All right, guys, I appreciate. It. Have a good evening. And we'll talk soon. Remember to subscribe to the Root Griffin Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. You can also catch me on Twitter at Rick Griffin 2 or on Facebook at The Root Griffin Show.